809 with the AM Nasty. Thank you very much for being here. Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with you. You can text us anytime in the James H. Brown inbox. Alberta and Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, Rashog off today. Extended long weekend. He's going to be uh, hopefully back tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, listen, it's an easy one today. If you have any questions on the Oilers, we haven't dove into it because they're a non-factor right now. But if you have any questions on the Oilers, we can run some out there at uh, 8.30 today. So hit us up in the inbox at 10, 12, 60. Also, join Tommy Gazzola and I. We will be at the Clairview Boston Pizza for happy hour today. Hello. 3 o'clock. Happy hour. Tommy and I are settling in around 3 o'clock for a live episode of the yeah. Oil Stream. We'll have the speakers set up. You can swing on by. Um, we'll be, I guess I got some new menu items we'll be crushing and stuff. It should be, it should be pretty good. A little cool for Guinness today though, wouldn't you say? I mean, well, for well, Tommy, well, he made up for Pivot. Yeah. Actually, it's looking not bad out there now, eh? Well, it's got, it'll be a mixed bag today. Yeah. You know, it could get a storm, yeah. but uh, you hear that one last night or no? Wife said it was thundering last I, night. I and think I heard it at one point. I think it woke me up Yeah. and I rolled over and I was like, what was that? And then I just fell right back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. If you, um, if you want to sneak away from work this afternoon, three o'clock happy hour. Uh, Clairview. I like that. Boston Pizza. And, then, and, and then go back to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pop behind Nobody and then go back and around. Yeah. Oh, I'm in doing meetings. Uh, I'm doing meetings. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, all right. So let's start with a little kind of easy trivia. We have to, one of our priorities this week, by Friday, we'll probably have that tickle trunk reloaded. Seems like a nice right, Friday. Bunch of mystery yeah, prizes. We'll kind of relaunch it on Friday. That'll be good summer, summer things. Having a Slurpee with the boys. Oh, Slurpee with the boys. A Slurpee That's, and a catch. Could be simple as that. A Slurpee yeah. and a catch. That's not a bad idea, actually. Anyway, we'll reload that bad boy as we work our way through the week. Right now, we got a gift certificate to Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual. Make lunchtime an official time with nine new lunchtime features at Mr. Mike's on Mark Messier Trail next to the Hampton Inn. A great place to get lunch or dinner. Uh, lower Management is going to play today. Looking to get his hands on that gift certificate here on a Cree Tuesday. Lower Management, you ready to roll? Ready to roll. All right, I'll start the ticker after I read the first question. Good luck, man. Here we go. Which NBA team was eliminated from the playoffs yesterday? The Lakers. Who is taller, Nikola Jokic or Jamal Murray? Jokic. What position does Sergei Bobrovsky play? Goaltender. Is Bobrovsky from Mulhurst or Russia? Russia. Did the Elks win yesterday? No one advertises that they're going to Clareview. <laughs> what? My goodness! They are going to remember that AM radio is a viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Totally. No! No! God damn it, Shane! Stop it! People don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It sure is, Kevin. I'm stoked. You stoked? I'm stoked. Just I'm stoked. so stoked. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Inconceivable. You cannot come to my house. No, 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 not today. You cannot come to my house. No, 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 not today. I guess there's no tickle trunk today. I it's I, I was like, so well, weird. wait on hold. I, well, I, went, I, I went to hit the tickle yeah, trunk in music. I was like, oh man, we gotta reload this bad boy. He only gets the twenty-five dollars to Mr. Mike's. That, that's it. That's it. Although it's delicious. And go get yourself a get yourself a steak. Or a couple of appies too. A couple of appies? Spread it around. I Why not? That's also a really yeah. good idea. Really good idea. Uh all right, your confessions to the inbox at ten. 1260. I got some basketball related confessions here uh, for 845 today. I got a wife's birthday one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, a bad one? 
not really. Oh, oh, it's just okay. a little embarrassing, but oh, I, I think the nasty will, will catch me as I fall backwards with my eyes closed. Yeah, well, that's good then. I guess the experience will probably pop by. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, walking Gage is race week. Monaco. Oh, boy. Well, and we're thirsty for one, hey? After oh, very the events, the, the, I mean, we've... week off, and then there's supposed to be a race. It's taken away, and now, now it's Monaco. Now Monaco. So that should be uh, that should be pretty good. All right, let's get into uh, three questions too many. Lieutenant Eric, do you have a liner for the segment? Three questions too many. It's brought to you by the great staff at Park Mazda. And dealer principal Mitch Lewicki. Mitch always has to remember what's important in life. Friends, waffles, and work. Or waffles, friends, work. Either way, work has to come third. <laughs> Park Mazda, you dealer for life. All uh, those guys. Do you have a Twitter account? It's at Lieutenant underscore Eric. I'm still trying to look for Bobby Clark. Any Bobby Clark stuff? You haven't got Bobby Clark yet? <laughs> well, it's a long weekend. You know, people go away, they do things. But I I'm, I was like, you know, you're prepping. You're yesterday. Okay, the show's back. You know, sports. I'm like, the cards. Bobby Clark. And it's still, so I still need that Bobby Clark. I did retweet over the weekend. Did you see that Isles Collector at Lucas M. Henry? And he's got all the Islander jersey cards to make the complete mm. Islander crest. Very Amazing cool. stuff. Yeah, very cool. Um, But yeah, give me. A, you got a Bobby Clark out there? Bobby Clark. Please. Somebody get this guy a Bobby Clark. Can we get a Bobby Clark over here? I'm trying to find an update. What's it? What is that? The, what's the uh, subset is? It's the only Bobby Clark probably in this. The legendary celebrations. Yeah. Legendary celebrations, Bobby Clark. That's the final piece for Lieutenant Eric's set. Let's, let's try to make that let's, happen. Let's make a deal. I'll, I still have lots of, like, I will really make it worth your while. Really make it worth your while. All right. Give him a follow. Filthy Bruce is up there as well, too. Oh, yeah. Brand new stuff for Filthy Bruce. WWE uh, style. Yeah, you yeah. know, Filthy Bruce uh, working with uh, Kevin Owens. Sa- is it Sammy Zayn? Uh, yes. That's really cool. Well, they get to work with him. Yeah. Maybe he's at the. Uh... All right. This ain't no AM nasty summer bash, but I do believe we're allowed to announce this. Probably already out there. The 29th annual Halloween Howler is happening. Friday, October 27th. River Cree Resort and Casino. And we have one we have one set of tickets to this. We have one set of tickets. Okay. I give them away. Um, you can just text in uh, the, the Howler. Just text the Howler into the inbox at 10 60. They'll be featuring Billy Talent, mm-hmm. Calling All Captains, DJ Quake, and Job. Billy Talent, Calling All Captains, DJ Quake, and Job, Job, G-O-B. Pretty good lineup by all accounts. So if you want to get your hands on on these tickets, text in the Howler to the inbox at ten twelve sixty. Quake, not Quakey. No, I'm pretty sure I got this right. Billy Talent, yes. Calling all captains, DJ Quake, and Job. Actually, in order of popularity, I guess it would be Billy Talent, Job. Calling all captains, DJ Quake. So if you want to get your hands on that, text in Howler to 101260. And uh, we are continuing plans for the AM Nasty Summer Bash. It's kind of like a, a party that'll fly under the radar, but also be awesome. So that should be good. All right, question number one. Oh, this is fun. I'm really excited for this CFL season. Oh, Eric, somebody texted in and said they got the card you need. Somebody's got Bobby Clark. I might. Somebody's got Bobby Clark out there, buddy. A couple people. Oh, oh yeah. A couple Bobby Clarks in play. Take this it to the DMs. Good. Take it to the DMs. Good. They're wide open. As I said, I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> That's sexual. 
<laughs> Question number one. Do you guys think the Elks could have a top three or four offense in CFL this season? When you're in a league with so many teams, you sure could. Will they? I mean, that's another question, I guess. Um, we talked earlier, weapons added last year. In terms of Dylan Mitchell and Kevin Brown and some fresh faces, I think they've also gone out and added a good complementary group. Like the receive, I, I think the receiving core right now is a nice balance, just in my humble opinion. Um, you've got the running back in Kevin Brown. We just had Shannon Brooks on. If he can develop, you might say, okay, maybe there's a one-two punch one, two there punch. in terms of styles. So you got the receivers, you got the running backs. Offensive line, always a question, and as it so should be with every single team. I mean, that's how things flow, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. But Cornelius, another year older, another year wiser, another year stronger, you would you would have to believe. So sure, I I, I do think, though, with the Jones regime and as it always has been with the offenses and Steve McAdoo's play calling, it's always under the microscope, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how they kind of take this thing with the weapons they've acquired and use it moving forward. But sure, I think the... Yeah, dream big. The possibility should be there when you have a team and to make top three out of a, a league of nine or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they've got the upside to be a top three or four offense in the league. Even though it probably comes down to the offensive line. I mean, I know yeah. it's, uh, we can talk about Gina Lewis and we can talk about Dunbar and we can talk about good reports on Cornelius so far and what we expect from Mitchell and Brown and, and maybe Shannon Brooks. Works his way into the mix here. Manny Arce is still lurking around. It'd be great. Uh, in the video game. had a touchdown yeah, yesterday, so. You know, the, the offensive weapons and pieces are there. Um, can they give Cornelius? Now, Cornelius can move around a little bit. Like, I'm not worried about you know him getting out of the pocket and making some plays on the run. It'll come down to the offensive line and Cornelius' decision-making. Yeah. If, if, that, if, that, if those two things work out, this offense could be dynamic this year. That, that defines the fluidity. But I think, too, in the spirit of the question, with a Chris Jones defense... <laughs> Not the end of the world if you're not a top three offense either. I think you know you you go through the motion, take care of the ball, let the defense. Uh, what, what were you saying? Cook. You've been saying. Cook I, I like saying lot. that a you lot like lately. That one, yeah? You gotta let these guys cook. Yeah, yeah. that's what you have to do. Gotta let them cook. Question number two. <sighs> I knew this was coming at some point today. I know this will be painful for Dusty, but should LeBron James retire? Should he? Well, no, he shouldn't because he wants to play with his boy. Yeah, he's not retired. No. I know Chris Haynes from uh, online yesterday, NBA reporter, said that um, retirement is in, it's in the conversation right now for LeBron James. But, Probably. Although I did see an interesting theory where he takes a year off and then just comes back with whatever team drafts Bronny and, and plays. He does the Uncle Phil or yeah. whatever it is. You know, the Playboy thing where he goes away. He wears like a robe, goes yeah, to yeah, a catacomb yeah. and just stays there for a year, <laughs> emerges and wins a title. I uh, Look, man. The guy scored 31 points in the first half of a conference finals game yesterday. He can still play. He averages he averaged he averaged more points this season than he did in any of his MVP seasons. Like the guy can still play. He's not retiring and you don't think LeBron's going to give us a farewell tour? No. Of course he's going to give us a farewell tour. And then then what he'll probably do is he'll retire. He'll come back on a garbage team three years later, miss the playoffs a couple times, and nobody will and pretend it doesn't impact his legacy at all. He's not going to let Darvin Ham have all the uh, the headlines yeah. right now. I right? think like, that would be the whole. But it, and no one, though, you can still play physically. I think also the the want and the drive and the determination. I mean, he's out there practicing. Well, they're you see that video? They're yeah, running he, through he the was Nuggets out there at like ceremony. one o'clock yeah, taking like, shots <laughs> as they're running through the process of awarding the Nuggets the West. So. Uh, he can still play. I do love the year off though. 
The, the year off, come back with Bronny? In the NBA, with you know, creating the terms load management and how the NBA does, I do like the year off. And then everybody else from every other sport will complain that, oh, the NBA is setting it. And then it'll kind of ooze into the other sport. The guy's taking a year yeah, off. No, or, they, well, this is what they would say. You know? This is what they would say. A goat would never take time uh, off. Yes. He yes. would never take a year off. That's ridiculous. LeBron should go play baseball, hey? Yeah, no, that's what he should do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That would, be, that would be pretty funny, actually. Uh, yeah. For the Angels. At this, at this point, he should probably stick around and play till Bryce is in the NBA. Really. I mean, what, what, what's, what's three more years? Careful. That takes time. <laughs> uh, all right. Question number three. Ooh. Juicy. This would be a nice carryover into our next segment. Boys, if the Oilers played the Panthers in a Stanley Cup final, how many games do you think they'd win? Uh, these, these, yeah. these Panthers right now? And the Oilers team, we saw, like, I mean, you, you'd have to say the Oilers go through a conference final. Things happen in that. Like, I don't know. Okay, so we're imagining, this is an imaginary world yes. where the Oilers get to the Stanley Cup final and have to play the Florida Panthers right now. I mean, they might get two games. Well, and if you're looking just at a goaltending matchup, too, and we saw Skinner's numbers, albeit through two rounds, but, I mean, that that's heavily slated right now in the Panthers' favor. The... Just watch these games. I don't know how many buddies have texted me since the Oilers were eliminated and been like, man, I don't even think the Oilers can play with these teams. Like, there are the Florida Panthers and that, that Florida Panthers Carolina, Hur- Carolina Hurricane series. There's no, there's no off shifts. Like, both of those teams are go, 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 go. And the Edmonton Oilers, I mean, that's a, I would have loved to have seen the Oilers play against one of those two teams just to see how they, they compare from a, constant pressure and pace perspective because it doesn't look like doesn't look like the others could be could beat those could beat the Florida Panthers right now. What do you think? It's up in the inbox at 10 12 60. You've watched I mean many of you probably turned it off. But if you have been watching the conference finals, how do you think the Oilers would have would have held up against either of these any 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 of these four teams? Cuz it just it 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 got to another level. And I, I just don't know if the others would have had that other level. Well, and I think the Vegas series also took them to another level, which they clearly couldn't, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, so that was a level that they, they, they couldn't overcome. Multiply that. You think they were yeah. going to do something at the next level? Well, watching all this, too, and I'm sure, again, we, we've said, you know, they'll take that Vegas series, put it in the back pocket and learn from it. But, yeah, a lesson here for the fan base as well to just kind of see, you know, what it truly does take. And we're not even in the finals yet, so. Guys, I knew the Lakers were done the second LeBron abandoned his team at halftime. Walked by himself before the quarter was done. All about him. Cheers, Paul. Paul, he played the entire first half. There was four seconds left. He subbed out to go get a head start on treatment. And My if, he stayed, God. if he stayed, he would have got the interview and then made it all about him. Correct? Instead, they chatted with Tristan Thompson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tristan Thompson played in the game yesterday and actually had a little bit of an impact. But yes, Paul. That's that's what happened there. Four seconds left after playing the entire half, he heads to the room to get treatment started early, and uh, that's when it, that's when it ended. That's what it was. Glad uh, you glad you watched the game. Kyle Dubas has released a statement here. You saw some of that, did you? Nope. The Dubas family, actually. Oh, if you want to? No. Maybe eight forty, nine thirty. We'll. Uh... I mean, and, unless he says I'm taking a year off, and then I'll try to get the Oilers' job. I don't care about it. Eight thirty-two. 
Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with you. We've got confessions coming up here at 845. Joaquin Gage is going to pop by. We've got to determine a draft order for tomorrow's draft of the summer. We'll do that at 925 today. We'll spin that wheel. It's uh, a draft order, 925 today. We'll, we'll get to that uh, probably around 930 today. I'll get into why many of you have just proven this year in the playoffs why LeBron James is already the greatest of all time. We'll go there around 930. So that'll be great. Uh, no Ryan Rashog today. Uh, Shoggy is taking an extended uh, long weekend. Uh, we'll probably return tomorrow. The boat, the dock, the, the boat, and the dock, and the, I mean so, so many, many things, uh, right? So they like to put the dock in, use it for the weekend, then take it out, and then put it back in. You know, the next time they go too. So you got to clean the boat too on the outside yeah. with all that. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, morning mandate or fan date today brought to you by Doug's Place Collision Repair, Imitation Parts. What's your policy say about that? Get your vehicle repaired to be just like it was when it came from the factory. Book a free estimate at Doug'sPlace.com. We got a bunch of Oilers questions uh, trickling in. I do love people who watched the Elks game yesterday on the uh, Plus stream, CFL Plus. Watched a good chunk of it myself. Uh, this text is in it says, Maurice French looked good. Not sure how they're going to get all that receiving talent into the roster. Chris, James is, Chris Jones is going to have to play those wacky games to make it happen. If not, the other teams will be scooping up the talent. That's kind of nice to say after a number of years where the Elks cuts weren't that valuable. You you want to be the feeder. In the CFL, with, with how unique it is, and I know this is the morning mandate and everything. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. we'll get to some other stuff. Bringing yeah. in guys, and then, I mean, if other teams, if you, if you can't find the spots for them, then the, it's not it's not the the price you pay from being wealthy, I guess, in terms of talent. But to be a feeder, you want to be a feeder in this league and not that eater, right? Like, you don't have to go free agency every year and get guys who had one good year and then don't fail to. You want to be doing it yourself. You want to be bringing the talent yourself, having them know that this is the launch pad for their career in the CFL. Um, but yeah, and if you, if you want to, if you're looking at how tough that's going to be to kind of get yeah. them on, Chris Jones is the guy you want doing that. If there's anybody that can manage the CFL roster, he's the one. I, what blows my mind is that Maurice French's last name is spelled with two F's. French. Maurice French. I hope he sticks because we'll have a lot of fun with that say, on the AM Nasty. I, I hope this Tell guy ya. makes the team just because his last name French is spelled capital F, followed, followed by the word French. And NFL pedigree as well, if you were just well, wondering. Uh, I mean, that's NFL so, pedigree. hey. It's not just a wacky CFL thing here. It's Sammy Coates. NFL pedigree with Sammy Coates. He caught oh, the first another pass one yesterday. Too, yeah. Like, so, yeah, they... Uh, yeah, too much talent, eh? Yeah, but Maurice French, two Fs. Never seen anything like it. I hope he makes it. All right, let's get to a few of your uh, text messages. Yeah, mandate's usually an Oilers, uh, Oilers segment. Hey, fellas, a couple of Oilers questions for you. What's your guess on the amount of changes to the lineup and a 50-50 goalie split next season? Mm. I, th- I think there could be an opportunity for a 50-50 split. Like if if Jack Campbell comes in and plays relatively well next year, though, I don't think it's all of a sudden automatic. Oh, uh, Stuart Skinner's going to play sixty. He's not going to play sixty. Could he play fifty? He might play fifty. But if Jack Campbell is at all better than he was last year, I could see it being, you know, forty five, thirty seven ish. You want to get to that point somewhere, like forty five, like those numbers, but close together. I mean, that's, that's kind yeah. of what you want. You're paying that guy the money. You hope that he kind of gets up to some sort of speed. So yeah, maybe not exactly an, an even 50, 50, but yeah, 51, 49 here or there for, as for changes to the lineup, I don't know if we were setting over under on a number of players on opening night roster that weren't on the roster for the final game. 
I'd set it at over under three and a half. Would you take the under or the over on that? I'd go under. You'd probably go under, eh? Yeah. Well, let's see, because they got, like, some guys are UFAs, but I think they'd want to try to bring, you know, Derek Ryan back on a super cheap one-year deal. If you could keep Bugstad, that yeah. would be good. Maybe I think some... you'd want to keep Costin. Perhaps some things in-house that you could. Well, I mean, not the thing. Know. I would be, but, you know, Holloway, he that's wasn't the there. Name, yeah. But, you know, that's kind of a cheap one. But he would be something different than they had in the last lineup. And you, you think there's probably a, a flip with Yamamoto somewhere. I don't know. If I set the number at three and a half, where do you guys come out on this? Hit us up in the inbox at 10, 12, 16. And I know not a regular, but certainly fans hoping he someday turns into one. Maybe not here, but somewhere else. But Broberg, I mean, we had him in the top of the hour thing. Green banana, ripe banana. Like, is it, is it you know, move on time or, or, you know, another move that could happen, but packaged into a greater one, perhaps? Hey, boys, after listening to the Holland Presser, I have a couple of questions I would love answered. I'm surprised no one has called him on. One, on the growing role of Steve Stales as assistant general manager, when he came on board this year, he did player development because we didn't really have anybody there. How is that even possible? And we kind of also don't have an Ontario scout. So certainly, we would like to hire an Ontario scout. How do the others not have a scout in Ontario? It's the best market for players. These two things blow my mind and should never happen for an NHL organization. Thoughts? Well, you know, they're going to add a full-time Ontario scout, but that doesn't mean they don't scout the OHL. It doesn't mean they don't have their guys go out. And I'm pretty sure all their guys pop into Ontario and check things out. It was a Ken Hollandism that we really yeah. kind of guffawed at, but yeah, it's yeah. I, nobody I watching OHL. I think it came across as we said it last week on the show. If they don't watch OHL games, how did they find Connor McDavid? Oh. Right. Riddle us this. Yeah. Where's your answer on that haters? Uh, but yeah, you want a full-time OHL scout They'll get you a full-time OHL scout. But, yeah, I mean, I understand where it's – you fire them because they don't have a full-time Ontario Hockey League scout and they just have other people who are watching the Ontario Hockey League? Come on. Guys, Skinner has to progress. He was less than adequate in the playoffs. That's him from Brad. Well, Brad, let me ask you this. Would you expect a goaltender going into their second full season in the NHL to progress? I think it's probably part of the natural process of becoming a, a better goaltender in the National Hockey League. So – um, yes, his play in the playoffs was less than adequate. Nobody's going to uh, nobody's going to debate that. Uh, but I think you'd also have to think that it was pretty valuable experience, and uh, probably take a step in the right direction next year. Now, are you going to read the Dubis statement? Or no, no. Well, he wants privacy. Why would I read a statement when he wants? The statement is asking for privacy. Why would I read the statement? You're not biting, hey? You're not biting on that <laughs> I'm one. I'm not I, a fool. We see what you're doing here, Dubas I'm, family. I'm not a fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think the Oilers found Connor McDavid? <laughs> the game within the game, hey? Exactly. The game within the game, which is always, uh, always interesting. Tom says, Broberg is the player who really needs to play with Ekholm. I think there's something there with Broberg. Well, you hope there's something there with Broberg. They used a really high pick on him, and he's four years removed from his draft year. There better be something there with Broberg. All right, keep those text messages rolling in at 10, 12, 60. Uh, well, well, maybe some time for some more of this stuff. Um, around 9.30 today, we do have a draft order we have to determine. Gager's going to pop by here. What is this? What is this Ferrari? You see Ferrari poking around Lewis Hamilton? 
What is this? Hey, we, we got a season to write here. You got to keep it interesting, right? Gotta... I thought LeClaire and Signs were both signed for next year. Are they trading? Are they going to try to trade Shaw LeClaire for Lewis Hamilton? What's going on here? To hell with the Red Bull dominance. Let's get into this. Let's get a let's get a Lewis Hamilton trade in Formula One. Races, what is this? Maces, yeah. All right, confessions on the way next. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking. 8:49. Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with the Joaquin Gage going to pop by here around 9:10. We'll get a draft order and a twist. A twist for the draft tomorrow. A mystery prize getting cashed. This is something. We'll have more details on this around 9.30. You're not going to want to miss it. Well, Eric, puts you're a, seeing this, well, eh? It puts a bit of a kink in the hose, oh, so to big speak. Time, eh? Big time yeah. kink in the hose. Totally forgot about this and uh, pretty excited about it. And, you know, he's just been sitting on it, gleefully oh, waiting for this draft. What's the draft? Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I cash yeah, my... Yeah, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, experience, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much, Dusty. How are you doing? Good. You're waiting outside. You got a lawn chair outside the co-op over there oh, waiting to get in? Or? You know what? I dream about it. That's what gets me out of bed when it's the, the start of the work week, Dusty, is I get to come in here, and maybe that co-op <laughs> is going to be open. Maybe there's a Kool-Aid slushy in my future, but uh, not yet. You're very excited not, about oh, this man, co-op. Oh. I don't think co-op owners are like as excited as you are about no. this co-op opening. How could they be? <laughs> How could they be? Because I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Let's get this open already. Uh, all right, your confessions to the inbox at 10, 12, 60. Lieutenant Eric, get us started, buddy. What's this confession you got? Yeah, well, uh, my wife's birthday was Saturday. I went out and got her a, a handful of gifts Friday. And um, Saturday morning, she went out for a bit. I collected the gifts to present. I dropped one of them, and it broke. I kept it in the box. We opened the box. I said, oh, they sold me a broken piece of something, and we took it back. Shame. Shame. But, Shame. And to preface Friday, when I was buying these things at the store, they were all from the same place. I said, what's your return policy? She said, so you asked. No returns. No returns. No returns. Because I, I bought some things that, you know, sometimes. They were on buy... sale, clearance or whatever. Or, or like, I, like a pair of earrings. So I said, yeah. maybe if she doesn't like the color. We, you know, yeah. it's not. But she, no return, like strict, no return policy. So I said, okay, well. What is this place? But then to, then to break So did something you, with did a... you going to try to take it back anyway? Well, I took it back. I said, you sold us a, a broken a, a thing. A broken thing. And then we went home, and I, I later uh, confessed and did they give to my a, wife. Did they give oh, yeah, you a yeah. Oh, Well, it's just one of those things. It's a write-off. Like, yeah. it's, it's a box They're thing. They're writing it off. So they're, they got 20 of them. I said, just give me a new one. But I didn't have the... I didn't. You don't go in there and say, I broke it. No, no, of course not. Nobody really cares how it's broke. It's broke. Here, take a new one. Everybody goes about their business. Yeah. The then we went they home want, all they want, when you roll in there, they just want to get rid of you. That's right. Yeah. Here, take two. I'm not going to stamp my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you don't know if it was broken before you might have broken it, right? That's, like maybe no, you keep up the, the box yeah, ahead of time. I say, you hey, no you know, nobody knows. Faulty product. Yeah, nobody so. knows. I'm glad you got away with that, buddy. Yeah, yeah no, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I'm glad right? you fessed up too. Well, after the fact, yeah. I could have. The wife could have still think. Yeah, but I said, you know what? Here's here's how this went. You're just happy when she when you when she opened it, you didn't say, "What have you done?" Well, I like right? that would have been like I kind of like put it, it out of her hands. I was like, let's just make sure this is okay. And I opened it. I said, nope, oh, broke. Look at that. <laughs> Typical. And it was like really quick. <laughs> Not like I should have waited a little more, but I was like, ah. Yeah, she she still she hasn't even opened it herself well, no. yet. Like, well, let's take a look at this. If she hadn't opened it, it sits yeah. there. Now I can't take it back yeah. now. Now you're done. You can't. They wouldn't return it. But it was the next day, so it was like mm. a little more fresh. Experience. What do you, what do you got? Uh, I don't know if this counts as a confession, but uh, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm working in a new pair of jeans. Uh, <laughs> my last pair of jeans, they have finally met their maker. I had them for about a year, Dusty. Uh, they probably went through the wash about, I'd say, 275 times. Oh, my and, God. Uh, 
So you're on a new pair of jeans today. I am, and uh, yeah, I don't know how. How are they feeling? You know what? They're not feeling great. Oh, no. They're not what feeling great. This... What are we doing? What are we doing? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Got that stiff feeling, don't they, you? They do. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to love these jeans. I'm going to wear them all the time. You're going to eventually but, love oh, these yeah, jeans. Yeah. I'm going to break them in, mm-hmm. right? They need to go through about another 20 wash cycles before they really yeah. get to that uh, that area there. But, uh, yeah, I know my confession today is that uh, the jeans that I've been wearing 90% of the time for the last year, they're gone. <sighs> Man, Time for short season. What am I going to have to do to get you in a pair of shorts somebody today? Win the, speaking of the prize box, too. And somebody's somebody supposed to cut up a pair of jeans. You know yeah. what? Maybe yeah. that's what we can do, right? Because yeah. like, they still have probably about 20 wears. Who was the poor right? bastard that uh, yeah. won somebody that had, prize? Somebody if had you it. want to cash that prize in, hit us up in the inbox at 10 12, 60. Jeff will be wearing the pants, and you'll come in and you'll cut them into shorts with Jeff wearing them. Yeah, yeah. his decision. Be, be yeah. careful with the scissors down there, please. Yeah. That's all I ask. Watch my inseam, pervert. Uh, all right, here's my confession. After I was so on Saturday night, I was so fired up at Darvin Ham after the way he used D'Angelo Russell, took LeBron out in a tie game in the fourth quarter of a game that you had to have. I was so frustrated, and Tammy knows this. Like. I get nothing gets this must be how a bunch of you Oilers fans feel when they lose. But like nothing gets me more fired up one way or the other than than LeBron and whatever team he's on. So she she knew that they lost and I come walking up the stairs. And she she's waiting for me in the kitchen. Like she know it's just like she can't watch the games with me because I'm too I'm I'm punching the couch like I'm losing my mind. So I walk upstairs and uh, she sees me and she it's like I'm a little kid. I'm a little tired. She looks at me she goes, "Do you need a hug?" I, and I said, I said, I, I do need a hug. I do need a hug. So she she hugged me like I was Marshall or Elizabeth, like consoling me because I was just devastated. And as, as, as she's hugging me, I'm like, Darvin Ham, I don't know what he was doing. Like, I would have made better decisions. And then she goes, she goes, maybe you need to go get a pizza sub. Oh. And I was like, you're right. I do need to go get a pizza sub. So she consoled me. And then she suggested I go get a pizza sub from 7-Eleven to cheer myself up. And that's exactly what I did. I got a belly full of white dog crap in me. And now you laid this shit on no, me? She just knows. She the, just the, knows. The, the play was a ham sandwich. She, she had it. Oh, she'd oh, she eat a ham sandwich. I mean, oh, oh look boy. at LeBron. Over the- that would have been, been an ah. all-time troll job for my wife. Bone-in ham for supper, anybody? God. That's a special lady you got there, Dusty. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, she is. She knows. Yeah. Last night when I came up, she, she just, because they were up 15 at the half. And uh, I went downstairs to watch the second half, and she goes, "Well, good luck." I said, "Oh, we're gonna need it. Like, I know, I, you know, it's not done yet. Jokic is a freak." And I, I come up after this. She's, I came up in the third quarter, actually, uh, at the end of the third quarter. <laughs> she's, she's sitting there in the living room. She goes, "I said, are you watching this?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm watching." I said, "This is embarrassing. Like, I was just losing my mind." And then after the game again, she's like, "Do you need a hug and a treat?" I was like, "I do need a hug and a treat. <laughs> like, I need a treat Ooh, again." Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, pretty pathetic. Uh, this one's good. <laughs> Team Dean texts in and says, LOL, I got blocked for trolling LeBron on Saturday. He did. He did. I already had him muted for like two years. But I, I, you I, tweet, yeah. I was tweeting something about the game, and I uh, I see like, this, this, this tweet's from an account you muted. I clicked on it, and it was from Dean. So I just said, well, enough with the muting, <laughs> and I blocked him. And that was it. And you'll be blocked for the rest of your days. Dean, I will unblock you when LeBron retires after winning three more championships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. D- nobody cares, Dusty. The Lakers and James suck. Well, what's incredible is that the Lakers suck, and he got them to a conference final. <laughs> that even makes it look better. Really does. And I want to have him losing in uh, in five. I want to have him so, going I mean, in five. 
Just, I want to always says his expectations set way too high, right? Huge <laughs> Lakers homer. Let's get to a couple quick confessions. Um, there are a few good ones that trickled in here. This is good. Hey, guys, I have a confession. Last night, I dreamt about Dusty. Now, before you get all weirded out, in my dream, I was driving the highway and stopped to help you change a flat tire. Don't ask me why. Just embrace that I did it. Phew! I feel way better. That's in from Billy Wonka. And that's exactly what I probably would have needed to have done. Yeah. Like somebody, if not in his next dream, I still would have been there on the side of the road waiting for somebody to change my tire. So now, does it get creepy that I dreamt about you about a week and a half ago too, Dusty? Yes, Jeff, that that's really creepy? creepy. What was that about? Well, I was uh, going to go play hockey with Connor McDavid, but I couldn't <laughs> find my uh, equipment. And you just happened to have some equipment there. So you're like, oh, you can use mine, Jeff. And uh, sure enough, you know what? I used your equipment. I got to play some hockey with Connor McDavid. It's great. So thank you. Thank you, Dustin. Oh. All right. Segment over. Segment over. Shamans and says, Dusty, you think Darvin Ham has a say when LeBron goes in or out? Of course not. Of course not. LeBron chooses when he plays. LeBron runs everything. God, except when he wins, of course. And they go, oh, brilliant coaching job by Spolstra. Double standards. Ridiculous. All right, walking gauges on the way. What's up with Lewis Hamilton and Ferrari? What is this going on here? What is this? We'll also get Gager's thoughts on Bobrovsky all of a sudden being awesome again. We've got a draft to get to, a twist in the draft, which is going to be huge. Uh, so we'll get to all of that coming up here around 930. Experience, good seeing you, buddy.